it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for that Tuesday night delight. It is time for the NXT narrative. This is your NXT narrative for January 11th, 2022. And we had ourselves a fire show tonight. Some good stuff. Very entertained. Very sports entertained tonight uh, when it came to the show. We'll just jump right into it. So we kicked off the show with our new NXT Heavyweight Champion, Braun Breaker, coming out to the ring, getting his roses, his whole 15 minutes of fame when it comes to his celebration. And first thing he does is he thanks Tommaso Ciampa for everything, uh, which obviously is a huge, huge deal. You know, it's always good to, you know, give thanks to the people that were before you. And Tommaso Ciampa did a marvelous job making Braun look really good. And obviously, I'm not trying to take anything away from Braun. Braun obviously definitely built differently, and he's ready to to take on um, all challengers. And speaking of which, we may have gotten ourselves a little tease because as Braun was leaving, Legado de Fantasma's music hit and Santos came out and I caught myself and I was like, wait a minute, Santos could have come for that gold, man. Oh, that would be a fun feud. So he wasn't just out there for this little tease. We kicked off for in-ring action tonight with Santos Escobar taking on Zion Quinn. And the winner would receive the surfaces, surfaces, yes, the services <laughs> of Electra Lopez. Now, Electra Lopez has had her eye on Zion Quinn for quite some time now. And Santos is like, well, you know, familia is more important. You can't be you know, having your eye on him and helping the family at the same time. So you need to make a decision. So she made the decision that whoever wins this match would have her services going forward. And what a match this was. Zion Quinn's got one hell of a bright future ahead of him. And I really do look forward to see what comes of him. But in this match, 
It's very back and forth the whole time. Um, the rest of Legato trying to get involved. Electra Lopez herself ends up showing up at the end of this match. Looks like she made a decision on who she wants to help and then decides to kick Zion well, where the sun don't shine. And unfortunately, doing that, then uh, Zion gets tossed into the ring. Santos does the rest. Santos Aspar gets the win. Lopez obviously showing her true colors. And we move on. So I'm interested to see now if Legato is going to turn their attention to Braun and Santos will be that first opponent. And if that's the case, and folks, we're in for something fantastic. After that, we started our trip to the moon because as Cameron Graham says, 2022, the moon takes on and defeats Damon Kemp in pretty much a squash match. It's nice to see Cameron Grimes getting a dub going into the beginning of 2022. After that, it was a Dusty Cup qualifying match as Malik Blade and Eldris Anafe took on Joe Gacy and Harland with Harland actually getting himself disqualified for not answering the ref's call once uh, Harlan was just beating, <laughs> I believe it was on um, Anafe. I could be wrong. And the ref just counted to five, and Harlan did not stop. Called for the DQ. So Malik and Eldris are now in the Dusty Cup Classic. And that begins next week. So I'm very much looking forward to that. After that, we had <laughs> Crowbar on a pole match. Part of me thought that Vince Russo had returned, but this match actually was very fitting of these two. Uh, Tony D'Angelo and Pete Dunne just beat the ever-living snot out of one another with, surprisingly, Tony D'Angelo... Getting the win. He gets the crowbar first. Pete takes it from him at some point, but the match ends with Tony D'Angelo smacking Pete Dunn over the face with the crowbar. Gets the one, two, three. A lot of people thinking that this may be the swan song for Pete Dunn is that he might show up on the main roster, probably beginning at the Rumble. I would not be opposed to Pete Dunne moving up to the main roster with the Rumble. Um, obviously, as long as they don't completely fumble what Pete Dunne is at his core, I think he could do some really good things up at the main roster. Um, it's truly a shame, though, that he hasn't been more of a champion in NXT, but he's always been near that upper echelon the entire time he's been there. So we'll see what happens going forward when it comes to be done. After that, we had six women at tag team action as Wendy Chu made her in-ring debut uh, along with 
Indy Hartwell and Persa Perota taking on Amari Miller, Casey Catanzaro, and Caden Carter. Now, Wendy Chu, I love this girl already. She wrestled in a onesie, for God's sakes. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that this has been seen since since Rowan was essentially in a onesie when he was part of the the Wyatt family. And yeah. Uh, I have to give a shout out to my guys over at Marking Out. They're the ones that mentioned that, and I believe they are 100% correct. So I appreciate that extra bit of knowledge to go with this. But Indy Hartwell getting the win for the team and the women's tag team division obviously heating up behind Toxic Attraction and... I'm very interested to see what to do with Wendy Chu. So moving on from that, we had Boa taking on Sola Sukhoi in another hard-fought match. But this one ending up in a double countout as both men just continue to beat the hell out of one one another on the outside obviously not getting back in the ring and the battle just continued on into the back and we continued to move on. Um, We went to commercial break, come back. They're still fighting in the back. And then all of a sudden madness bedlam, dare I say happens in the back and Solo's taken out. And all of a sudden you see the camera pan over to Boa and he has his face paint on and, he is transformed into his magical side of things. Now, I know that his whole gimmick of not being able to control the power um, that was bestowed upon him, I really, I don't know. I'm still on the fence with Boa. Um, in the ring, he's gotten a lot better. But the gimmick thing, we just need to, we need to figure out what's going on here. Is he going to continue with this whole struggle of not knowing how to control the power or will he fully you know take hold of it and just be a menace so we'll see after that we had the a champion himself carmelo hayes with trick williams heading to the ring had a nice little promo and it's just it's crazy to me uh with with carmelo hayes uh i remember few years ago uh actually more than a few years ago probably about six seven years ago i went to some local indie wrestling shows in the middle of massachusetts and i see this man come out to michael jackson he's moonwalking he's got the hat he's got the glove the jacket the whole nine yards and i'm just watching him having his entrance and i'm just like this kid's got something. And I mean, I'm I I I'm a Michael Jackson music fan. Not gonna lie about that. It's uh so that was already awesome. Then to watch this kid in the ring, and I'm just like, wow, this kid's got something. It's, all right, he could go go places. Then, you know, I, I followed his indie career after I moved up to Vermont and he got a lot more serious about himself and he just started to ooze that confidence that 
I, I knew he'd eventually find. And then he gets signed to NXT. Obviously, the name change. And now to look at him just like, like I said, six or seven years later, it's just like this guy. It's fantastic. He 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 could be the face of the company if they don't screw this up. <laughs> uh, and I mean that he's just he's got everything. He has that it factor that people talk about. So I, I definitely look forward to see what happens with Carmelo in the future. However, when it comes to this, we had another tease, and I hope that this is something that will continue to, to happen going forward. As Carmelo gets ready to leave, AJ Styles comes out. Because AJ is coming out for his match with Grayson Waller. And we just get a moment with Trick and Carmelo jawjacking on both sides of AJ Styles as he's making his, his way to the ring. And I'm just like... This match between those two would be amazing. But if we're going to talk about amazing, we got to have to bump it up because it can't just be amazing. It has to be phenomenal. So speaking of phenomenal, your main event was outstanding, was phenomenal, was spectacular, was stupendous. There are so many adjectives. I love this match. It actually had me on the edge of my seat because I didn't know how they would go with this. AJ Styles, Grayson Waller, the end of their feud, I guess. Um, There were so many times where I honestly thought that Waller was going to take this. There was a lot of near falls. And I know I've stated this before. I've watched wrestling for 30 years. And I, I have a good sense of when, you know, when they get to that, you know, that finish line where... Somebody's going to take the match. It's going to be over. There were many times during the end of this, towards the end of this show, where I'm just like, Wall is going to take this. They're going to pull this upset. It's going to happen. But it didn't. AJ does get the upper hand, hits that phenomenal forearm, gets the one, two, three, knocks Grayson Waller down a few pegs. And then to add insult to injury, AJ says that this whole thing isn't over and that he has a friend that he wants to bring to talk to Grayson. And who is it? It's L.A. Knight. Let him talk to you. Yeah. It's oh, it's so nice to see him come back. Uh, Grayson Waller took him out uh, when he stole L.A.'s car, left him laying, and we hadn't seen him in, I think, months but now he's back. And now Grayson and LA Knight can continue their feud. And yeah, it's good stuff. But before I close out the show tonight, there was another bit of information. Cameron Grimes made his intentions made to Carmelo Hayes, stating that he is coming for the North American Championship. Telling Carmelo now, if this was 2021, he'd be doing donuts in Carmelo's car to make that statement. But now, in 2022, he's just going to come straight to him and just tell him what's up. So, I'm very excited for this. I love Cameron Grimes, and I just shared you my story with Carmelo Hayes. This should be a special, special feud to watch unfold. So... As much as I'm looking forward to who's going to be Braun Breaker's next challenger, 
now knowing who Carmelo Hayes' next challenger is going to be, some good stuff, folks. But as for tonight, that's the end of it. Thank you guys, obviously, so much for watching. For watching. (laughs) For listening. And if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter as Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as well as Above the Ring. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Street. And you can find this podcast or basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If you are listening on one that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from Above the Ring. Guys, thank you once again. Most importantly, though, before I let you go, Do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.